take interest in your own practice. Life in Pali it's bhava, but it means becoming. And the process of the mind coming into being and passing away and then coming into being again over and over again, this endless process we call life. This So for the Dharma to be part of this life, every moment of becoming of the mind, every moment the mind comes into being, it must be a moment that coexists with wisdom, mindfulness. then the Dhamma is in life. But if we try to separate the Dhamma from life. That doesn't work too well. In the practice there is the practice that you put in and the effects of the practice. Whatever you put into the practice, you will get out of it. And greed tends to be preoccupied with the effects of the practice, with the results. Whereas wisdom sees the process that needs to take place, sees the steps that need to be taken, learns what is suitable in different situations to keep the Dhamma alive. (laughs) 
มันได้นูลาได้นูลาได้ที่นี่เป็นลุนีมาแล้วมาสิ่งนี้มาแล้วกวาดล้านยองชินะ Every morning you wake up, you have to set the intention. How am I going to live today? How will I look after the mind? So you've sort of cleared the path, set the intention for how you're going to bring the Dhamma into the, your life that day. ทำอะไรลูกเชี่ยมาอยู่เฉยๆมาปุ๊บอีกลูกเชี่ย Then we're more likely to put it into application to actually follow the commitment or fulfill that commitment. We need to have an objective every day when we wake up. ชีนี้ได้มาอาทุกชีอาทุกบอกอาทุกนี้ชีนี้บอกมุทีพี่ว่า just l o o And we have to be willing to attempt to practice in every situation and environment. Because in every situation and environment, you'll need different skills. You'll need to learn new ways to be effectively mindful. The o t h e r thing is, I'm not sure. 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 What is it like when you're alone? And what works to be mindful when you're alone? What is it like when you're other people with other people? What do you need to do to be effectively mindful with other people? When you understand and learn from. Trying in these situations over and over again, you will become more skillful. So y e t i n i mu, tina nai mu ye ji. Tini nai si u tina nai ma tini ni pi kong ya ma. It's important to be able to to learn the skill of how to maintain stability of mind. And from there, wisdom can grow further. But how many of you are out of time? Today, we are doing many, many things. We are doing many things. We are not able to do everything. พี่เธอปูบินได้เลยอดีตเนี่ยนี่อากาวหลายเนี่ยชีเดตอดีตมาดีเนี่ยตู้บ่อสับปีลูกตายพร้อมยังแต่เช็ดแต่เพ
first we learn the skill of how to just practice and and then wisdom develops. And what we must remember is what that practice was like. How we practiced. What led to that insight, not just moments before, but the whole journey. And when we become more skillful at remembering that and applying that, and we're gaining more insights, he said we learn to use what we have, the insights we already have. We remember them and then to remember that they're there. And after that, as those understandings also continue to grow, you begin to learn how to reach further than that. but all in good time. There's no need to think about it now. It will happen at that time. It's like earning money. You look. You first learn how to earn money. And then once you are earning money, you must know how to save the money, how to keep it with you, how to use it usefully and not squander it. And then when you've saved quite a bit of money, you need to know how to grow your money. That's a different skill, investing it effectively. ตยาสวะอมีเนี่ยลุ่มนี้มาอมีเนี่ยอัตถุนี้มาผิดอากองล่ะเนาะยะไล่ตาเนี่ยตั๋วขึ้นได้ for the Dharma to be growing, though we have to be with it all the time, we not only have to maintain it to have insights, but we also maintain it to keep the insights going, um, to keep them fresh and alive. And the moment we stop having the Dhamma in our life, having it in our minds, 
and what we have learned starts fading a little by little as well. The benefits of the presence of awareness and the fallout from the absence of awareness. We need to differentiate these, recognize these. in order to appreciate mind awareness better, mindfulness better. To appreciate to appreciate its value. Someone who understands how invaluable the Dhamma is in helping us to live life with ease and skillfully would never think of not having the Dhamma in their lives. Most of us remember to apply mindfulness when we are suffering. And the moment things get better, the mind feels more relaxed. We forget to continue to be mindful. But if we don't want to be mindful in those times when we're relaxed, then the defilements are allowed to grow again. And they'll come again with lots of strength, with added force. And we get busy trying to clear those defilements again. So he says we're in a cycle of just trying to to deal with these huge defilements when they hit us because we're never prepared. We don't maintain a steady practice that incrementally reduces the power of the defilements. 
Whatever you try to fill up, if it's leaking while you're trying to fill it, it will never fill up. But if you can stop all the leaks, plug all those holes or gaps, then you can fill it up. So, what is our weakness in our lives? What are our biggest triggers? We start by noticing those and working with those and clearing those. and learning to maintain that clarity after the fact, learning the skill of not allowing to, allowing it to get that overwhelming. which is the practice of maintenance. Again, I use that I'm going to be a major. They are Babylonian, I'm a top chin the letter. Pit the letter. They are a top pit the letter. Killing that in Pequon Beach if we ask ourselves very, very simply, very honestly, just leave that door wide open and ask yourself, why is mindfulness not continuous in my life? Why does it not become natural? He said it's because In a sense, we want to have defilements in our lives. We want to live with them. We're used to them. We're comfortable with them. But if we become able to learn and understand the benefits of the wholesome 
the non-benefits of the unwholesome. Not by judging it, by truly understanding it. Then the mind will move towards more and more skillful, towards wanting to be more skillful states of mind and practices. Wisdom has this interesting quality that it always sees both sides of a story. Wisdom, when it sees the benefits of something, it also sees that without it there would be the opposite, not just a lack of benefit, but probably some trouble. That there is harm in the opposite. Wakefulness means that wisdom is strong. Awareness is present, but wisdom is strong. When things change, the mind is alert, wakeful, and it's able to learn lessons from, from these. Who did 
Notice just from this sitting. When you finish this session, you get up to go. The quality of mind changes. Look at the sense of commitment you have to being aware while you are sitting. And then you get up to go, and why does it change? Are you carrying that same commitment with you? That same zeal? to be mindful. The changes of the body postures should be unimportant, are, are unimportant. It's just this need to keep being mindful that needs to stay with you. When there is awareness and wisdom, The body might become tired, but the mind does not become tired.
But if there is no awareness and wisdom, then the mind also becomes tired because the defilements arise and the body is tired, there's reactions to what's happening and the mind gets tired. But when the Dhamma is present then you might be ill and the mind develops instead of defilements. It develops awareness, stability of mind and wisdom.
vigor and commitment and zeal into awareness of our daily activities, detail and continuity. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.